My name's Emily and I'm an osteopath and healthcare enthusiast working in the Midlands. I spend every week helping my patients reduce their aches and pains, move their bodies more and live the healthiest life possible. And now I want you to join the conversation. In this podcast, I'll be investigating the people and places around the Midlands that are on the same mission and ask them to share their knowledge to transform your health. There's no subject that's off topic. Nutrition, mental health, sleep and fitness, it's all here. This is the Healthy Midlands Podcast. Right, we are in a slightly different setting today, so the sound quality might be marginally different from when we record in the kitchen. I have Sean O'Shea in my Litchfield treatment room this afternoon. Uh, Sean has been a personal trainer for how long now, Sean? Um, be about five and a half years now. Five and a half years. Six. Wealth of experience under his brand Acting Fitness. Hello, Sean. Hey, Emily. Where can we find you as a PT? So as a one-to-one trainer, uh, mostly based at Pure Gym Sutton Caulfield, so that's where I spend the majority of my time. Other than that, uh, from an online perspective, most of the time is spent on Instagram, uh, which is Seano underscore Acting Fitness, and website uh, actingfitness.co.uk. It's not Sean panting into the microphone, the dog has uh, just tried to sit <laughs> on his lap. <laughs> so Sean and I are going to be talking today about the link between self-worth and what we weigh it's a big topic and you see it a lot in your clients don't you Sean maybe kind of the first Mm. session that they book with you it would be a topic that comes up what do you think yeah definitely it's one of those where a lot of people straight away kind of go to sort of scale weight in terms of a measure of their goal and especially coming you know from like a weight loss perspective they'll always be interested in knowing how much they weigh and when they talk about kind of wanting to lose weight a lot of time people kind of just throw you know like a certain random number onto it like oh it looks like you know a couple of stones yeah it's that like magic half stone people are always like if I could just lose half a stone and they really beat themselves up about it yeah and and, and, you know a lot of the time it's just that kind of number and there's not really a huge amount of kind of reason behind why it's that specific number I mean obviously they have their, their reasons behind wanting to kind of lose weight but you know, sometimes the numbers just kind of plucked out the air a little bit. Yeah, the figure itself, how many pounds. Um, do you see a difference between your male and female clients with kind of their attitude to body weight or more maybe their composition? Um, probably a little bit. I think more so females are more focused kind of on scale weight. Like men tend to be a little bit more focused on generally just kind of how they look um, more than anything. I mean, in terms of like with my clients, so there's maybe a couple that like to still know where their weight is, but yeah. a lot aren't really so bothered by it. It's probably more females that tend to be more focused on kind of actual scale weight. Yeah, it's for sure it's one of the ladies. And I think sometimes it's it's something we pick up kind of through society or maybe the people that we know are in families, mm. like weighing themselves or like seeing your mum weigh herself. <laughs> the dog's having a little yawn in case you can hear that. <laughs> See how good my microphone is when I'm editing. <laughs> um, and th- there is that kind of question between weight and body composition. And I know that like I have patients who um, are maybe slimmer male 
patients who kind of actually they they kind of talk about wanting to put on weight and I don't think that again where it comes the same conversation as to losing weight they don't always think about where that weight's going to come from they talk about gaining weight but they don't kind of necessarily talk about gaining lean body mass yeah because see if it's coming from a focus on kind of gaining muscle not all of the weight that you're going to gain is going to be purely muscle like there's always going to be inevitably some body fat that's going to go on and along with water weight as well so you know it's making sure there's that understanding that there's going to be a gain in both of those as well as sort of muscle tissue as well yeah you can't just pack on the muscle and become incredibly hench all in one go (laughs) and there's like some really odd there's some super odd kind of uh ideas around bulking and and cutting and Mm. you hear these words kind of banding around at the gym and I don't think most people kind of really know what they mean and I mean to be honest like I don't really understand could you give us a quick rundown between like what would what would that mean if you hear someone talking about bulking and cutting Mm. at the gym so it kind of comes more from the bodybuilding perspective and it's probably kind of seen from that kind of area and things like that, magazines and, and YouTube and you know it, they're quite kind of common terms that's used so like bulking would be in terms of packing on kind of muscle mass um, and obviously cutting is kind of dropping that down um, but they kind of get never really focused on properly with, with kind of how it should done, be done so like a lot of people will kind of be like oh I'm bulking but it'd be for like you know forever bulk kind of thing thinking <laughs> they can kind of eat everything and then you end up kind of gaining loads of body fat and then when you do end up kind of coming to cut down there's actually not a huge amount of kind of muscle tissue that's been gained yeah that so you know the results that you kind of see are quite minimal but then on the other end of it you get kind of people that kind of chop and change between the two you know very very quickly and so there's not enough time to build muscle but not enough time to kind of strip down and the body fat either yeah and when they're taking on those extra calories they're not really coming from the right place yeah not always the best i mean when you do come to kind of gain muscle there, there is the allowance of being able to eat i suppose more enjoyable foods where they might not be seen as like you know air quote clean um which is fine but um yeah i think some people <laughs> will kind of just go full on out like pizzas and, yeah. and all sorts for it <laughs> and so tell me because you have kind of very mm. first-hand a, a singular acute experience in that zone don't you tell me about your uh, your physique competition that you did yeah so it's uh, three competitions that i've done um over the last sort of few years and um, so two of them i came first and then the third one uh was a quarter finals for the sort of nationwide kind of championship and uh, where i came fourth in that one um and that was with ukbff so yeah, with, with that, it was obviously kind of very regimented, both in terms of with the training and with kind of dieting to obviously get down to very, very lean figures of, of body fats, like, you know, quite minimal. Yeah, like I've seen the photos of you from those competitions on Instagram and it was just wild, like the, hmm. the amount of body fat that you lost was, it must have taken like absolute real determination to get to that point and like really good mental control yeah 100 percent. kind of obviously you had to have kind of the dedication for it and it was again kind of very very strict on it so it's not really something that 
you know, it is it's sustainable to do or when you've got like a very busy uh, job or family, it's going to make it kind of a lot harder to do as well. And at that time, because I, I was younger then and, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, like when we're married or, or had a child that I do now. So I was able to kind of focus uh, a lot more kind of on it. But, you know, that became kind of the whole kind of priority, whereas for a lot of people kind of now, obviously, fitness goals are going to be a priority, but it's probably not going to be the centre of their life. Yeah. Um, so that kind of thing is... You know, it almost becomes a, a bit of a, a job in itself yeah and I think there are people I mean maybe not necessarily who are doing physique modeling or anything like that but who do attribute a lot of their self-worth to what they weigh do you see that in your clients yeah to an extent I think it's it's very easy to become kind of focused on that sort of scale weight and you know particularly kind of when you're either sort of losing weight or if you happen to kind of gain weight when when the focus is to lose it it can kind of get you down and you, you end up kind of going through a spiral of like emotions over that just because of that one number yeah um, over anything else and it could be i mean like i think we all do it don't we we weigh ourselves and you don't like what you see you've had a relatively heavy weekend maybe mm. with food maybe with a few um beverages uh, and then you come to weigh yourself maybe on Monday or Tuesday morning and it kind of puts you into I think one of two mindsets where you're either going to become if you if you really are linking your self-worth to what you weigh you're either going to become incredibly strict with yourself maybe overly strict um, to a point where that's not healthy or you're going to think which is what I have definitely done in the past stuff it yeah. like <laughs> if I can't have a weekend where I have a couple of gin and tonics and you know like maybe go out and have a, like a burger at the pub cider fries it's all looking good and you get that kind of shame spiral then two or three days later it's like that is not a life worth living I think throwing away the connotations that you put onto yourself that you must be like a completely worthless human because you have gained two pounds over the weekend is really really difficult and so like how do you help your clients not do that if you've got any sort of pro tips let's say you've done it you've mm -hmm. had a blowout you've stood on scales on tuesday morning maybe you're like me and you only weigh yourself the very first thing in the morning haven't even had a sip of water yet maybe take my hair bobble out because that could really be adding a <laughs> you know a gram or two <laughs> so you stood in the bathroom and you're feeling low what would your recommendation in that moment be yeah so i mean in my opinion it's never really a good idea to kind of weigh you know first thing on that monday um after the weekend because you know there is a chance that the weight's going to have crept up and like you said the focus can end up being thinking that you've gained you know say you've gained kind of five pounds and thinking oh my god I've gained like five pounds of, of body fat when you know the reality is like there might be a minimal body fat and most of that is you know kind of like water retention because from what you've eaten over the weekend is going to be you know higher carbs higher salts so your body's going to be retaining that kind of a lot more and um, so with kind of my clients what I'll try and get them to focus on is, is obviously understanding that first and fo foremost that a lot of that is going to be kind of water retention but then just getting things back onto track as normal enjoying that week yeah um, so don't swing one way or the other just yeah. go about your business <laughs> yeah 100% kind of accept the choices that you made on the weekend and then 
just going back to kind of being mindful of the choices that you make in that coming coming week. Um, don't don't need to do anything kind of more, you know, extreme. Like trying to think you can kind of work it off. It's just get back into a normal routine, and you know, by the end of that week, it will probably start to kind of even a little bit more out yeah. by the week after. So it will equalize yeah. over time. So yeah. first and foremost, your advice would be: don't get on the scales. Yeah. Don't weigh. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it to yourself. And then secondly, if, you, if you've already taken that step and you've seen a number and it's not good, mm. just bear in mind that it's not all body fat. Yeah. It's going to be a multitude of things that will even itself out over kind of the next five or six days. Um, so if we're, if we're not going to use body weight as our complete primary kind of measure of whether we're succeeding or not in a weight loss program... Mm-hmm fitness program you're just trying to get a little bit healthier what kind of measures would you recommend people use instead of the scales so there's different ways you can kind of go about it from a kind of measurement perspective um obviously there's things like tape measurements that you can use um taking around like you know the waist and hips and and chest that sort of thing um which are going to be a little bit more kind of reliable um, taking progress photos is always a good one because obviously you can kind of see the visual differences in yeah, your body as well. There was um there was a guy who went viral quite recently where the he was a PT and he'd asked his client to take some initial photographs to to mark the start of her fitness journey mm. and she hadn't realised and she actually sent them to the PT like underwear pictures in the <laughs> bathroom mirror. And um, he messaged her back and he was like, no, no, these are just for you. Like, I did not, <laughs> I did not need you to send these to me. And the girl's like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. And he was saying like, yeah, my girlfriend wants to know who you are. <laughs> like, what have you done? <laughs> yeah, I think there's a bit of a, a grey area kind of with it. Um, <laughs> You know, if, if you're like a little bit kind of dodgy on that side. Yeah, but... maybe only share them with other people <laughs> if they specifically request them. We don't want to have the podcast sort of attributed to anyone being harassed with underwear photos yeah, for that, fat it. loss progress. And unless obviously, you know, if like your Peter kind of requests it or asks if you're, you're happy kind of with them being shared, then yeah, that's, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, because I mean, less. you've got some amazing progress photos <laughs> of clients of yours on Instagram. And I know that for even for people who are kind of just perusing through the internet, whether they're going to online PT or whether they're going to PT with you in person, that it's really quite, it's quite inspiring when you kind of see how other people have done. And again with those posts no one's ever writing how much weight underneath do you just take yeah. it on a visual yeah i mean kind of we, when i put posts up with clients i mean there's been the odd couple where i have kind of stayed obviously like how much weight they've lost because it has been like quite a significant amount but the yeah. majority of them um i don't really kind of talk much about the weight because a lot of them haven't even you know tracked weight kind of that much with um because it's been more focused on other than obviously their body composition changing and how they look but other factors we've generally how it's improved their life, you know, how it's, how they feel in themselves now, how clothes fit, yeah. um, how much healthier they are, how better, you know, energy they have with their kids um, and that sort of things, which is a, a much, much more um, important factor, really. Yeah, definitely. And, and sort of logging those things. I think sometimes people start out on a kind of journey of fitness and they don't kind of measure 
it would be easier to measure a measurement around the waist or a scale measurement or even a, a photograph than it would be to measure how you felt the week before you started versus how mm -hmm. you feel the 12th week after doing consistent exercise. So maybe bearing that in mind, it would be interesting if you could have written a diary of like your energy levels, how maybe you sleep, how you feel day to day, how much, um, you know, you feel like getting out and doing exercise versus after 12 weeks. Yeah. Because gonna... again, like when you, before you start kind of a fitness journey, you know, the, the common feelings are things like, you know, low, low confidence, being unhappy with how you feel and kind of how you sort of see yourself. Um, you know, low energy, poor sleep, that sort of things. And then, you know, after a good kind of couple of months of consistent training, all of those things start to turn around, confidence levels come up, happier, more energy, sleeping better, a uh, better relationship with food, better relationship with your body as well. Yeah, and if there's one thing that can really sever the tie between what you weigh and your self-worth, it is confidence, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And having that kind of grounding in yourself to say, oh, do you know what? Yeah, I'm three pounds heavier, but I can still... Um, squat my own body weight on my back so <laughs> <laughs> that's it like even strength levels in the in the gym with you know is a huge kind of progression factor as well because a lot of people love to be able to see and, and feel how much stronger they're getting and weights kind of going up on particular exercises you know like with, with squats or deadlifts, for example and even that in itself can be a measurement of progress more than anything yeah and if you're recording all of these things and you can see them the weight that you can lift going up over time yeah. that's that's bound to kind of give you a measure of how your fitness journey is going that's more accurate than any number that the scales could give you yeah definitely i think it's it's a much more um significant kind of factor to your, your progression in, you know with, with your goals than kind of scale weight and you know i mean it can kind of be used to an extent but you know, like we've said, it's a little bit too heavily focused on over um, other things as well. Amazing, Sean. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having I've me. I've really enjoyed our conversation. Yeah, me um, too. Just remind everybody where they can find you on Instagram. So Instagram is Seano underscore uh, acting fitness, um, website actingfitness.co.uk. And like I mentioned, uh, PC is at Pure Gyms on Caulfield. And it's all going to be linked up in the show notes. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you, Emily. Thanks for listening to the Healthy Midlands podcast. Make sure to hit the follow button so that you can be the first to know when the next episode is up. Leave a review or share this podcast with a friend if you found it useful. And for more, come and find us on Instagram at Healthy Midlands. <laughs>